You are listening to the Heart of Tradition podcast. Okay, today we're going to talk about hypertension. Uh, it's a pretty easy topic as far as magnesium is concerned because very, most people know that magnesium was given for hypertension back in the day uh, before we had all the synthetic medication. Um, and hypertension was remedied by magnesium. And now it's still even part of a lot of doctors' treat um, prescriptions on for, well, I guess doctors who are more open-minded, but in general, yes. Um, magnesium, I guess now they say, well, it competes with the other one, right? So they, they don't want to combine them because it competes with the synthetics. But basically all it's doing is it's, it's, it's showing you that it works too. And if you could learn to kind of, ride your way out and down out of that paradigm through food, nutrition, and some other things, um, life hygiene stuff, um, then you could probably come closer to having magnesium be your solution with the exception of, you know, certain situations, which I'll leave to the doctors, to be honest with you. But, um, but there's some understanding about magnesium, which is very essential. Because beyond, when I say leave it to the doctors, I mean I'll leave that to urgency care, which is their profession and their specialty. But when it comes to how to get out of these things before we get to the urgent pathological level, that is where I can help. And that's where the naturopathic view can help, is to get you to where you're not getting even near that level, hopefully. Um, And so... Magnesium and hypertension. One of the first ways that I would say that it can help through um, through magnesium is magnesium actually helps the shaping of everything in the structure of the body. Look at the teeth. The teeth is calcium and magnesium. So you have the hard part and the soft part. The masculine and the feminine, the passive, the active, whatever you want to call that. It's like the orthosympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. We have one which is extrovert, one which is introvert, one which is action, the other which is relaxation and healing and recovery. So this kind of principle is the same with calcium and magnesium. Magnesium is the recovery, relaxation, dilation molecule, and calcium is like the strong structure, straight uh Molecule. It's funny because the word ortho from orthosympathetic and para means vertical and circular. So you have circular and vertical coming together. Well, anyway, it's like a binary code or something. But <clears throat> so maybe um, that could um, be useful just to see things sometimes in, in, in this way, um, which can be simplistic, but which can also help to see and encode some of this information. So hypertension. Um, you know, the shaping of the platelets and how they're shaped, their flexibility, their lack of edges and, and, and their, their, the roundness that shaping comes through the flexible um, offerings of magnesium. And that helps them to shape. There's been studies on this that the low deficiency, the deficiency, uh, magnesium deficiencies can create these, these discocytes or whatever to become non-discocytes. And then they're non-circular anymore. There's edges. There's things that keep them from being able to travel freely in the body. So that's going to affect hypertension because this is, you know, where do you think the heat in your body comes from? You know, it comes from that little capillary, that little platelet pushing up on the edges of that vein. And that multiplied times a million, we have this kind of heat coming through. You know, there's a friction there. But so 
when these things aren't working properly, it throws off the whole system. So we have to be careful of, of just saying, ah, this is totally left field. This has nothing to do with it. It definitely has something to do with the long-term game. And sometimes you might need some quick stuff to help you on, on this rapid thing, but you also need the long-term game to be healed um, going forward. So that's one of the ways, is how the shaping of the structure of the hemoglobin and how that travels through the body. It also helps with the constriction, the lack of constriction that magnesium um, is famous for insofar as the muscular system, like the, the lack of, it allows for the relaxation in the contraction relaxation muscular system. And so that allows magnesium to help that side of the pump, but uh, that also allows the cells to be able to detoxify, to be able to dilate, open up, and, and, and heal and clean and get the acid residues and everything else out of there and be able to like maintain themselves um, just like anything. And uh, so um, uh, the, the hypertension is going to be helped uh, in large part by that, la that, that lack of vasoconstriction, that vasodilative element which allows the blood to flow smoother. Now, also magnesium is famous for, um, it inhibits the release of, what's it called, thromboxan, which is like a you know, platelet um, uh, component in the blood which creates more of a stickier blood. And so it also helps inhibit the production of throm throm um, thromboxone and uh, thromboxan or whatever, um, it helps to inhibit that production and keep the blood much more fluid once again. So that's going to be like a natural antidiuretic, I mean a, a natural um, blood thinner. Um, and also um, the, the calcium channel blocker feature of magnesium, which allows it to block uh, calcium, uh, it keeps it from overriding the cells and creating this rigid cell wall and cell death and magnesium is added to that structurally and allows for a more subtle like um, flexible system so um, that flexible system is also important in how like we just mentioned before how the, the blood platelets move through the body and that flexibility allows for a better efficiency there so um the magne magnesium, here's a quote here, magnesium prevents blood vessels from constricting, thus warding off rises in blood pressure, strokes, and heart attacks. Magnesium inhibits the release of thromboxan, a substance that makes blood platelets stickier. Um, so just these three axes, these, this, well, different axes of structural integrity um, and the movement of the blood, the thickness of the blood, and also the 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 reduction of you know the what would you call it the the blood thinning capacity of magnesium and the lack of calcium deposition through magnesium high magnesium levels throughout already are triangulating this problem so you don't need much more than that to understand that this is a base item that needs to be there on top of the other things that you're doing for that like therapeutics or whatever um and so, yes, magnesium um, can be used transdermally to a much greater effect. People think, oh, internally is better, but it's not. Because a lot of those L-form molecules that you get, threonate and gleaconate and all these citrate, they are made in the body. 
Um, it takes a little work and a little time, but they are made in the body. And the more that we have this abundant magnesium chloride of a high level of purity coming in through the transdermal route, through the skin, the more that the body is able to create these through the skin processes. The skin is acidic for a reason. So it comes in, the acidic process helps to break down the metal, and then it moves it moves into the fat processes and that, that lipid, lipidic processes which allow it to conjugate and become something that the body can eat. So it's like a type of food coming in when we are in the ocean. The body, it takes the minerals from the ocean, the skin, and brings it into herself and turns it into food. But it takes more time. And so we saturate with this often. The sea is connected to the human body in a lot of ways. I think some of the diseases around blood diseases are called thalassemies, or there's something in the medical dictionary like that that I saw one time. It totally triggered me because the thalasso is the sea. And so we we have this notion, I mean, even blood plasma resembles certain C, you know, that's like the, the Quentin hypertonic method where they, they isotonic um, solutions where they would replace blood plasma with a certain type of salt water in, from certain regions. And so um, anyway, uh, all that put together can help you um, find the right stuff. Um, you need to find the right quality of magnesium and the right way of doing it. So through the skin is going to be the best, and the quality has to say Zextine inside on the bottle. If it doesn't, if it doesn't have that trademark, if it's genuine or ancient or whatever, then it's definitely diluted, so it's not you're not getting the full dose. And then it's also um, chemically extracted, uh, meaning solvent treated or whatever, because they're having to separate. It's called upgrading. They have to separate the potassium and the heavy metals from the initial product in order to put it into... Um, circulation as magnesium or whatever. This is usually coming from Asia and then it's remarketed to look like it's coming from Europe. So if it's not from Vindam, the city in Holland, under the Zextine Inside batch protocol, then it's not the real thing. There's only one place for it, so it's pretty simple. So you got to get the right stuff, get it in glass bottles, but pay more for it. Don't go for the $3, you know, don't get something that it costs 25 bucks for two months. It's 12 bucks a month. It's $3 a week. You can get some for $1.50 a week for half the price, but you're going to rip yourself off because this is such a ubiquitous um, mineral in the body. It does so much. You want the highest level you can get to achieve a detoxification of all these modern toxins and endocrine disruptors, etc. Et and the glass bottles are a key feature in not recontaminating the magnesium. So come check us out at theheartoftradition.com.